Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February, 61. And from the 10th of February through till May, it rained and poured all night and day. The more they tried to keep me down, the better I Hello and welcome back to another episode of Vancouver Whistler and Vancouver and maybe Victoria eventually. Just Whistler yes. and Vancouver for now. We'll say that for now. Yeah, we'll just stick with that. <laughs> we'll just stick with that for now. But welcome back to another episode. We are here to tell you all about the fun, interesting places all around Whistler and Vancouver that you must not miss. As always, we have Graham. I'm here. <laughs> Dave's here. Graham's here. Mike's, Mike's here. here. And that makes here. it stuff. Not stuff you should know that makes it Vancouver and Worcester places. That was a shout out to stuff you should know. But now that I've got my intro through, guys, what are we going to talk about today? Is it a Whistler? Is it a Vancouver? Or what, what are we doing? Well, you know, actually, since you put it that way, it's actually halfway between Whistler and Vancouver. Ooh. This one. It's got a little, got a little, little more. I'm going to throw a little uh, additional Vancouver content at you uh, for this one. But uh, this episode is going to be about. Uh, uh, it's reference to uh, chapter 16 in our Whistler book, which is Bob Barker's fight scene. Ah, uh, I know exactly. We'll get to that. I know exactly minute. what you're talking about now. Okay, so you know the movie Happy Gilmore. Yes. With uh, Adam, Sand Adam Sandler? Adam yeah. Sandler, yeah. Adam Sandler. That was like his Happy heyday, Gilmore. wasn't it? It was his heyday of Adam Sandler. Is, yeah, see, this is the thing that I think, uh, among the things that I think is so great about this story, it was uh, his his movie... Happy Gilmore in 1996. I think that this, and I think a lot of people would agree, this is probably the movie that made Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler. Like he, like from then on, he became a really big deal. And he's made a lot of money in, in the movies. And he's been in movies kind of ever since then. And he started, the, the movie that he'd done just previous to that was Billy Madison. Yes. I think he did Billy Madison, and people said, "Wow, this is uh, this was good. This guy's uh, this guy's pretty good. Let's let's do another one." Yeah. So then they did Happy Gilmore, and then after that, he created his production company. Which do you know the name? Ooh. Happy Gilmore Productions. Close. Oh, uh, yeah. Happy Productions. Is it Gilmore Happy. Production? <laughs> Happy, happy, you know Happy Sandler Productions. I don't know what is it. I always get it mixed up. I had to write it down. It's Happy Madison. Happy Madison. Okay. So you were so, very close to it. Billy Madison was the first movie, and then he did Happy Gilmore. And then he said, yeah, well, I'm doing well enough at this. Now I'm going to make my own production company. And so he created Happy Madison Productions. So every time you see an Adam Sandler movie and it says a Happy Madison production, it kind of goes right back to this 1996 sort of moment. He's, where, done, a, he's done a few now, hasn't he? He's, he's I, really interested in, in his career i think it's, it's he's a great actor anything he's in he plays the same kind of character basically it's very funny he's in a, he's recently, in a, he's in a, a couple new one right now serious. Yeah. like a very well, serious basketball movie apparently yeah which is very very like, like ever on saturday night live was he yes. was on saturday yeah. night live okay. i was about to ask actually is happy I, I didn't know if happy gilmore uh was a was a saturday night live character I don't think uh, they were. And I uh, just brushing up on this for the episode, uh, I read some of that he was fired from SNL. Oh, Although it? I think everyone's fired from SNL, basically. You know, I don't think anyone quits. It SNL. doesn't matter. You, you usually go you on and do great things you and have a really incredible career. Yeah. Well, hopefully. But I, yeah. I, I mean, he's got to be one of the most successful, clearly, like I would say, top three mm -hmm. SNL alumni. So 
You're going to, but we haven't told our listeners what we're going to, we're going to be talking about. <laughs> we've just talked about Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. We're going to be talking about the fight scene at the Furry Creek Golf Course yeah. on Highway 99 between Horseshoe Bay and Squamish, pretty much, right? Yeah, yeah. So tell, because I want to talk about Bob Barker. I'm, I'm much more interested in Bob Barker than I am Adam Sandler. <laughs> so, but let, why don't you continue with Adam Sandler and the story? Yeah. And when it's appropriate, remind me to come back because I, He's Bob Barker's my hero, and Bob Barker is still alive. He's 98. Okay. He's your hero, uh, and he's still he really, these are both oh, surprising facts. For a actually, bunch of, for three or four reasons. I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. okay. All right. Good. I'm excited about that. And I want to get to that. And I've got a little I'm sure, clip. I, I'm sure you are really excited about this. I, I am, but uh, a couple other things I just want to get out of the way. So for listeners who don't know, Happy Gilmore, the movie is uh this is a young guy, he's a hockey fanatic. Um, his uh, mother is being thrown out of her house because she hasn't paid the taxes in years. Um, and he comes up with this last minute uh, idea to enter a pro-am golf tournament or to enter, get into the golf tournament uh, gig. And uh, he starts off, I think, uh, using his hockey stick to do, do this kind of slap shot uh, golf swing maneuver. And, and he's got like this, you know, he can slap it 500 yards down the down the freeway and uh, comedy ensues. So, but the, uh, <laughs> and we'll get to the Bob Barker part because he gets paired up with Bob Barker when they do the pro-am. And this, just that, let me throw this but, in. This is actually a chapter in the book, 111 Places Whistler, chapter 16. It's called yeah. the Bob Barker fight scene. And this is in the book that Graham and I wrote, 111 Places Vancouver, but we're getting to that. We're getting to it, we're getting to it. So one of the things that, uh, you know, because we've talked about this before, we can't put everything in the book. We've got 1,870 characters, including spaces, but that, you know, one little, that left-hand side of the page where we can, that's what we got to say. So we said what we could say there, but what we couldn't say was that his mom's house, the one that, you know, she's being thrown out of and has to pay the taxes, it's like the whole sort of crux of the, of the story is uh, in Shaughnessy. It's in Vancouver. Oh, it? No, I, it's just on the street lot, from my place. movies are in shot in Shaughnessy. Adam I Sandler's think, mom's house. Yeah, in the movie. Oh, in the movie. Okay, not yeah. in real life. Was it, um, what was the other one that was shot in Shaughnessy, the 90s one? Uh, I don't want to see Junk. No, Jumanji. I think Jumanji was also shot yeah. in Shaughnessy. Yeah. Well, it could be the same house. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. It's on, on, on 19th Ave near uh, Arbutus. Um, so that's kind of cool. I mean, sometime it'd be kind of fun to go down there and take a picture in front of it or something. Um, his character has an apartment in the movie, and it's uh, at the uh, Quebec Manor in Mount Pleasant. Oh, uh, no way. Uh, yeah, Quebec Street and 7th Ave. Oh, There's cool. a little scene there where he's like outside and he's buzzing somebody on the buzzer, the doorway. So you can go stand in that little doorway. Huh. Um, you would like this, Mike. Yeah. There's a mini golf scene in the movie, which is filmed at Playland. Oh, no way. I didn't know that. Yeah. And you can huh. see the wooden roller coaster. I was there all the time. Dave. I played at that place so many times. Yeah, and I think the wooden roller coaster, Dave, that, that you did a chapter in the in the Vancouver book. I think that's actually in there. If you're like, yeah, it'd be hard. It would hard for it to be not in there. Mostly. Um, do you remember, Dave? We talked before. I think it's one of the tips in the Vancouver book, uh, for one of the Stanley Park chapters. There's that stat, that memorial to President. Um, oh yeah. What's the name Warren Harding. Yeah, that has that's in the movie for a couple seconds. There's a little scene there. The statue in Stanley Park. 
Yeah. So with a little so, more. So the movie, the movie Happy Gilmore has all sorts of snippets of Vancouver. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. but the one that is the most recognizable or really really is an interesting story is what what hole is it on uh, on the Furry Creek Golf Course? Uh, I want to say it's the seventh. I think seventh it's the hole. seventh. Might be ninth, but I, I'm pretty sure it's the seventh. Ninth hole. Sorry, it's the ninth hole. And it's it's a beautiful golf course. And you went and took a picture of the exact spot where yeah. the fight breaks out. I saw it on Facebook it. last it week. It is beautiful. It's beautiful. Such it's a beautiful the scene. ocean. It's a very well-kept course, finely manicured with lovely trees and flora and fauna encroaching. It's a postcard. And it, it, um, Especially BC's most scenic golf course. I could see that and, for sure. Yeah. It, and it is, honestly. Which has got to be a statement because I'm sure there are some pretty creek, scenic. Though. I mean, is there a creek called Furry Creek? Yeah. I think it runs right through Furry Creek. Okay. It's not that fair. You, you have questions the, and they're answered. Simple. But we need to we need to get to this. Bats and dogs. So this is the this is the big moment now. This is the rest has all been just sort of lead up. So Mike and uh, Dave, I'm just I've got it here on my computer. I'm gonna play like a 10-second clip just so I can bring this scene to your mind. But Happy Gilmore has been paired with Bob Barker. They're on the Furry Creek Golf Course. They're on the ninth hole. Um, and Bob Barker is getting frustrated with Happy Gilmore because he's screwing up all his shots. And Bob, you know, is a pretty good golf player and he, he wants to win. And they keep going farther and farther down the list. Isn't, isn't the deal that they, correct me, I think they're on like, a, it's like a, a professional and pro or a professional celebrity yeah. tournament or something that they yeah. paired up. Yeah, and and, and, so, and Barker's the the celebrity, and Adam Sandler's the pro. Yeah, yeah. So here's here's the uh, it's like a ten second clip. I'm just going to play this part for you. We haven't seen Happy Gilmore play this badly since his first day on tour. He and Bob Barker are now dead last. <laughs> I can't believe you're a professional golfer. I think you should be working at the snack bar. You better relax, Bob. There is no way that you could have been as bad at hockey as you are at golf. All right, let's go. Hey! <laughs> My old man, you want a piece of me? I don't want a piece of you. I want the whole thing. Oh! <laughs> it just goes on like that. Bob Parker just gives him a pummeling. And they like, and then he's got him down on the ground, and then Adams get back at him, and he's like, "But I love that line. You want a piece of me? I want the whole damn thing." <laughs> and Bob was like seventy-eight or something. I was going to say he's going to be pretty old. Yeah, he's ninety-eight now. Yeah. He does. He did all his own stunts. This was not a stunt man. This was actually Bob Barker. Well, you'd imagine. You know, he's imagine actually all a, this. He's trained in like black black belt karate judo guy is it really he that. studied under chuck norris <laughs> <laughs> he's he's like the real kind of deal so this is like uh, i have so much awesome. more respect for bob barker dave was that one of the reasons did, did graham just give away one of the reasons yes, yeah i've got a ton of respect for him you know no way. Okay. Yep. and then uh he, he won uh that little clip i think was the first uh it was like the, the first clip to win like an MTV uh, award fight for scene or best something. fight scene or something oh, like that. Sure. I think the, uh, well, I was just playing off the YouTube. Let me just check the uh, 3.5 million views. Just about one thing. 
on on that. Just that just that one clip. That's so funny. So it's it's uh it's I an iconic moment in, yeah. in the movie. You know, I probably haven't seen it in uh, like ten or fifteen years or something. But as soon as you played the audio, I could remember. I remember it. I was like, yeah, it's just in my mind. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know how it goes. I saw the clip well, the on, thing is, on if you're YouTube. driving up to Whistler. You drive by it every time, right? Just right up there on the cannot miss it. It's possible. That's where that, and it's that iconic moment. It's like an iconic scene, but I also think that's kind of the Adam Sandler magic. Like, if you're an Adam Sandler fan, you know that's kind of uh, I don't know quite the right word for it, but something very magical happened right there on on that spot that created uh, you know the the last twenty years of movie making success. Maybe I'm putting too much onto that one moment, but um, was, I don't know. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. I wonder how the uh, I wonder how the Pete the just the owners of the Furry Creek Furry Creek Golf Course feel about it. I wonder if they lean into it or if they distance they, themselves. They, they renamed that hole Happy's Hole. Oh, there you go. So they did lead into it. Yeah. That's so they have good. they have uh, taken taken that. Well, uh, go ahead, Dave. I was just I was just going to pipe in to talk a bit about Bob Barker. I mean, um, yes, you've been waiting. <laughs> yeah, now, um, you know, I mean, hero. There, he's my, well, there's so many of these. I just finished a while ago reading um, Alex Trebek's book, you know, who's one of the greatest. They're just these game shows, the hosts have got to be really congenial and they've got to be smooth and quick and they've got to be friendly and up all the time, you know. And Bob Barker, man, like he, most of those guys started their careers as disc jockeys. And right. if you look at Bob Barker, he was a. Uh, an announcer in Springfield, Massachusetts, before moving to Fort Worth, Tech. Oh, sorry, Worth Beach, Florida, and he worked in Palm Beach. And he's small town disc jockey. He gets his big break on a show called Truth or Consequences in 1956, right? yeah, a TV show. 1956. 1956. It's Truth or Consequences. Run so so small town DJ works his way up the market, gets a show in LA. It's an audience participation show at a radio station in LA, makes the jump in 56 to TV. Truth or Consequences runs from 56 to 75. And then he's wow. chosen for the host as the price is right. You know, and yeah, that was ran a, for 127 oh, years. And what I liked about him, he's a real animal rights activist. He would add, remember he'd end every show by reminding yes. you to Mind get to your to, dog your or pet. cat neutered, That's which great. is yeah, just yeah. Really, Mind, have your pet really, really weird. You know, it was just kind of like at the end of the show. This is Bob Barker from Truth or Consequence reminding you get your dog or cat neutered. And I, I really believe that people should do that too. I think here's a guy that you know used his uh, his podium or his platform to spread the word, and apparently. He's a real um, crusader in terms of animal rights. What, what's the not to like about that? You know? And a black belt. You know, I, that, was that, belt. Belt. that was part of, of what Good makes looking. that scene. Yeah, that's part of what makes that scene so good is that everything you said today. He's a nice guy. He's congenial. He's very friendly. You invite him into your exactly. room every day, and then he's like, "I want the whole damn piece of you." You know, <laughs> it's just awesome. Now, he had a controversy that ensued near the end of the, I think it was near the end of the prices, right? He was having a, you know, physical sexual relationship with one of the hostesses. You know, they always have these, like he's in his 80s or late 70s, you know, and they always have Aren't these. Aren't they called Barker's Beauties or Bob's Beauties or something like that? Bob's Beauties, you know, then you find out something's going on between one of Bob's Beauties and Bob. But, you know, Uh-oh. either the guy was widowed or, you know, there, it was consensual and it's kind of weird. But yeah. uh, that's not one of the things I like about him. Don't get me wrong. I'm just trying. <laughs> I'm just tracing his career, just telling you things I know about him. You know, in terms of here's yeah. a he's a huge star. 
And I, you know, before we we went on tonight, I just uh, Wikipedia. I thought he'd be dead. He's ninety eighth. He's, you know, <laughs> wow. Still going. Talk about longevity. Yeah. Still probably, uh, still probably, training with Chuck Norris or something. You know what else I remember about his Black show? Belt. No, I forgot that. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, that was the first time I ever saw one of those weird microphones. Do you remember his microphone? Oh, he it's had like a really the, long. He had like a really long. It was a very old school one, wasn't it? Wasn't like a yeah, long. Yeah, it's, like, it's 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 like a it's like a conductor's baton. Yeah, yeah. With a little oh. microphone at the end, and he would sort of hold it down around his waist, and then he held that one. Like he, held that, he held on to that one forever. The, where do you get a microphone like that? I was bedazzled by it. Sometimes well, the whole like, days of of game show hosts are, are kind of over. It's a bygone era, but. Um, we had a well-known radio announcer here in Vancouver named Wayne Cox, and he broke into the LA game show scene and was brought down there. And he was the rising star, and he was going to be the next Bob Barker, Alex Trebek. But it's very extremely competitive. Every disc jockey in the world wants to become a game show host on national TV. But uh, Bob Barker was had staying power, man. Forty years of doing that. Whoa, for forty-five years, every day being yeah. cheerful and you know congenial and asking nice questions. Where are you from? Oh, I bet it gets awfully cold there in the wintertime, you know. <laughs> or those people have those, like, I used to watch it every day. I remember watching it at lunch when I was in grade school. The Price is Right or the... Or, uh, or the or, yeah. price, is, price is Right. You're right. The, come on, hey, you know, Mike come on Finney, down. Come on down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like this, I remember there was, there was a game with like a, there was a game with like a hiker and it had to go up. That one always sticks in my mind and they spin the wheel and there's double, double... I don't want to say double jeopardy, but there's a thing, double whatever yeah. they win at the end, showcase yeah. showdown. Classic. There's a win. But yeah, I yeah. think that goes yeah. back to what you were saying, Grim. But you everyone had this like idea because you'd all seen Bob Barker a million times doing being so nice and friendly and chatty with these people. And then he's yeah, knocking yeah. someone out on a golf course. <laughs> a little bit of trivia here for you, but uh, did you know that there was also nope. a Bond villain in that movie? There was Richard uh, Keel. Remember Jaws? Yeah, the guy he had, a, he had uh, like a big silver tooth in the front yeah. of his mouth, and I think yeah. he was really evil looking. Yeah. 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 So he was he was in the movie, and uh, also um, Christopher McDonald kind of made his. It's uh, been in like a million movies, but uh, I think everyone knows him as Shooter McGavin. Ah, uh, yeah. His, his sort of nemesis in the movie, but yeah, there's some uh, some uh, great movie magic uh, happened there, and so. Um, think people should stop in and uh, visit next time instead of driving by. It's just past uh, Porto Cove, uh, which is a place to take a selfie. You go to the golf course. They probably actually it's not the golf course probably kick you off. It just ran on the course like a picture. A lousy place to take a selfie, actually. Unless you're paying for a round of golf. Well, the golf course. I mean, you can go up. You can go up to the golf course, and then you know, it's a great place for like weddings and whatever. I mean, they've, they've got a really nice clubhouse up there. It's a great place to stop for a lunch. There's a golf right, if but, but if you just ran onto the ninth hole to take a selfie while people were playing, I don't think. You should, <laughs> no, you have to like. Well uh, I mean, I managed to do it, but I had a good. Yeah. My know? question is: I wonder how many people have had fights, like jokingly, on that on I that hole. I bet you someone has. You know? Oh, for sure. I in nearly twenty years, I'm sure. I'm sure at least one person has has recreated that scene. So that'd be a really funny one. But on uh, on that note, you guys know probably what my next question is going to be. The price is right. <laughs> no, who's yeah, who's bidding on? <laughs> come it? on like, down. What, what are your what, final? Yeah, what are your? <laughs> come on down for your final thoughts. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Who's got the final thoughts on this one? I will. Um. So, uh, 
because I was such a you know geek and a broadcast geek, wanting to get into the business as a kid, when I when I'd watch these game shows, they'd always have a syndication company or the production company at the end who brought you the show. You know, it might be Warner Brothers or King Syndication. And do either of you, you're too, you're probably you're young. No, you're not younger than us because you watch The Price Is Right. But The Price Is Right was a production of of who? It was a one one guy's yeah. name and another guy's name's production. The, the, the voiceover would come on and go, the Price is Right was a boom, boom, boom production. And you guys remember who it was? You mm. remember the minute I give you their names, because they, they did a number of shows that they syndicated, they produced, they brought to air, they sold. You know, the money behind the show. Oh, who did it? Who as this? soon as you say you know, it, I'm yeah. going to know it. I okay, it was it. a Mark Goodson, Bill Todd. Oh, uh, yes. Uh. Yes, I remember the Mark Goodson one. Mark okay. Goodson, Bill Todman. So they must have been a couple oh. of hollywood executives that just cracked the code on owning these or, or you know syndicating and distributing these shows to tv stations that paid a fee that uh, eventually i guess some of the money came back to barker i guess you know huh. whether he was on an annual contract or he's getting royalties for each show but it was a mark goodson bill todman production the price is right huh. it ran all the way until uh till 2007 Incredible. Is it still running? I, yeah. I think it's running with Drew. Drew yeah, Drew. I think it is. You're right. You're yeah. right. Drew Carey. Yeah, Drew Carey. Yeah, I mean, it's a coveted position. It's like getting the Tonight Show. I mean, you know, they, yeah. they yeah. don't pick BCIT broadcast school graduates to host that show. Was that a knock on? Was that a knock on yourself, Dave? No one's been knocking on my door. And Graham, what do you got? What's your final thought? Well, I was going to say, uh, you know, uh, the uh, one of our last episodes was uh, on the Britannia mine, and um, people have really enjoyed that one. It seems to have had uh, lots a uh, good audience, and uh, we've uh, written or talked before about uh, Porto Cove. So, you know, if you're looking for a day trip, I would say this is a good one. You could like hit Porto Cove. You can drive a little bit past that. You can stop in at Ferry Creek. You drive a little bit past that, you're at Britannia, and you're there with the mine and uh, the Woman Fish and Chips and a bunch of things, and then you can come come back down. It's a it's a nice little tidy um, day trip. Um, but I also want to put a plug in for the uh, they do have a little restaurant and a golf shop at, at Ferry Creek. So you, you don't have to golf. You can go in there and you know buy a chocolate bar or have lunch or check hmm. the place out. Um, the other thing before we go, I just wanted to um, acknowledge or point out I was looking at. Uh, some of our analytics on on the uh, recent episodes, and I'm I, I just want to thank listeners from outside of Canada. So obviously, as you might expect, we have a lot of listeners from Canada, but United States, you're coming up number two. UK, you're number three. We um, Australia, we have listeners. And Iran is in the top five. So yeah, we got we got in Iran. Thank whoever you for listening. listening. Yeah, whoever is listening in Iran, please reach out to us because we yeah, just I, want to know why. I have a message for the person listening in Iran. Oh, no. What is it? Well, there's more than one person. I, I do. The, you people listening in Iran, get your cats and dogs neutered. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Mexico. Oh, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. I know we, we want to wrap this up, but Mexico, Philippines, Belgium, Finland, Seychelles, New Zealand, Belize, Israel, Seychelles. Brazil, Germany. Ice Seychelles, thank you. Iceland, Japan, Cayman Islands, Singapore, Vietnam. That's kind of the top uh, list. I'm uh, surprised, but I'm also really pleased and just wanted to acknowledge those thank people you. that are listening from other places and saying uh, thanks for listening. I appreciate yeah, it. Good. Good. And on that note, I guess, actually, if you are listening, make sure that you reach out to us 
through Vancouver Places Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know why you're listening. If you're from the seashells or Iran, just let us know. I'm just curious. I just wanted to know how you came across this. Um, but also, like, uh, uh, you know, everyone can reach out to us through that Gmail or go to our uh, Facebook page at Vancouver Places uh, Facebook group. Just let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you want to hear more about. Send us your photos. Send us some of your favorite places. And then, uh, as I always say, make sure that you come back next week and we're going to keep on telling you more places around Whistler and Vancouver that you must not miss. But on that note, make sure that you have pet, have your pets spayed or neutered. February 61, from the 10th of February through to May, it rained and poured all night and day. The more they try to keep me down, the better I live in this here town. And the more they try to grind you down, the better I like Vancouver town. What happens here? This is